Today on Babby's House, it's all about encouraging you to use your gifts and your talents for the Lord. My very special guest is Megan Taylor, the author of Happy Hand Lettering. She's taken her, her love for handwriting and turned it not only into a business, but a ministry. And then I'll close today's show encouraging you to use your very own gifts and talents for God. Stick around. This is Babby's House coming to you right now. Welcome, welcome to Babby's House, where everybody is a member of the family, and that certainly includes you. I'm happy that you've tuned in for today's show, because today's show is all about using our gifts and our talents for God. It's all about taking that potential that lies within you and turning that potential into power and turning that power into a life, a testimony that gives glory and honor to God. Our very special guest today is Megan Taylor. She is the author of Happy Hand Lettering, an inspirational guide for creating beautiful words of life. And Megan has taken her love for hand lettering and turned it into something literally beautiful. Now, I've got the manual called Happy Hand Lettering, and I've always loved to take pens and paper and, you know, try to create beautiful things. So this could either be really good or a hot mess as far as I'm concerned. I'm not sure which, but I think Megan can help me. Let's welcome Megan to the show. I'm happy to have you on today, Megan. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for being here, Megan Taylor. Thank you so much This is me. really kind of a hobby for me to take, you know, fun colored pens and blank note, you know, cards and make you know, fun, take the lyrics to my songs maybe and try to turn them into, um, into works of art. However, I've always printed the letters from my computer and kind of used those. So this is kind of an interesting uh, lane that I think I might want to venture down. So how did you get started into hand lettering and how did you turn that into a business? I always say it was God's plan, not my plan, Babby. I have always been a doodler. I've always been a drawer. My name is Megan, and my mom spelled it M-A-G-H-O-N, which is not how you spell Megan. Like, she made that up. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that she spelled it that way because it looked prettier to write. And wow. look at me now. Here we go. And so I, mom planted that seed in you early in life. Right away. So early in life. And I remember falling in love with, with hand lettering and handwriting just from a very young age. I've always loved carrying around a bag of markers, like, ever since I could write. And you know how the teachers will threaten, like, if you're passing notes in school, like, oh, if I catch that, I'm going to open it up. I would be like, show it around. Like, I <laughs> Show everybody. I'm really proud. And I, and I enjoyed that so much. I've always kind of been the go-to friend that people had if they needed something written. And, and I turned that into a business just almost by accident. I was sharing stationery. I was sharing note cards, kind of like you were saying. It was a hobby for me. And I was loving making gifts for my friends and sharing it with them. And they said that they should, I should put it online, that they would buy that they would support me. They just spoke words of encouragement over me that I didn't even know I needed at the yes. time and yes. gave me that boost. And here we are that um, six years later, I have a company, All She Wrote Notes. It's my full-time job. I love that. All She Wrote Notes. Yes. Very creative display. So much very fun. Creative. When you're finished, you just say, that's all she wrote. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Well, what do you say to a person like me 
who I have the desire, but I'm not really sure I have the artistic ability. You know, I can draw a pretty straight line, but after that I get kind of nervous about, you know, making it look real pretty. Can you help a person like me? I sure can. I think that is such a common thing that people say. They always talk about wanting to make it perfect and being a perfectionist. And I think especially us as women, we struggle with perfection and just letting that be our goal. And so when I put my pen to the paper, I'm not aiming to win a handwriting award. I'm not trying to make the most beautiful letter E that you've ever seen. I just want to make a happy one. And I tell my students, I'm not aiming for perfection. I'm aiming for joy. I just want to have fun. And I think if I have that heart of happiness behind whatever it is that I'm making, I give myself a lot of grace and I let stuff go. I, I make mistakes every day. I spell stuff wrong every single day. I'm constantly writing and I'll write a letter and I'm like, whew, like, no, that can't, that won't do. And very early on in my business, I started taking all of my calligraphy scraps, like all my scrap paper with all the mess ups, and I started running it through my office shredder and out came the most beautiful confetti that you have ever seen. Oh, wow. And that has been God's lesson to me, like from the very beginning that our mess can be beautiful. It can be made beautiful through the Lord. And sometimes we get so down about our mistakes and the hard things in life and the hard things that we've gone through and feel like we have to be defined by those. Or that we have to be perfect. Right. And you don't. And I, I'm living proof that God has turned my mistakes into confetti, both yes. in my lettering, but in my I life. I love that. And that is the heart behind everything in that book. I don't want you to feel like it has to be perfect. Well, to let's be talk good. about the book and what's on the inside. Yes. So what can I expect to find when I open up the book? happy hand lettering, an inspirational guide to creating beautiful words of life. What will I find on the inside? The first half is going to be step-by-step -step instruction on how to transform your regular, ordinary grocery list handwriting. It doesn't have to be good to happy hand lettering. Happy hand lettering is just a, ver a better version, a happier version of your regular writing. I'm teaching you to slow down, just to take a little extra time to go back and embellish what you initially whipped out, you know? So what's the first step? To slow down is to draw the letters and draw them big, like write larger than your regular writing. Slow okay. down, okay. take a breath. You only have to be good at one at a time. It's not like cursive or calligraphy where you don't pick up your pen and you have to get it all right the first time. You actually get to do one letter, one by one, and then it forms a beautiful word. And then you go back and you add lines next to your downstrokes, and then you go back and you shade them in. So the first step is not that impressive. Like a lot of us are like, I don't like my handwriting. I don't either. Okay, after I leave here, my first trip is to Office Max. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, to, it's to Staples to buy more paper and more colored pens. I see a hopeful future for me. I see something very, very colorful in my future because I've always loved blank you know, blank pieces of paper, colored pens, you know, writing lyrics, writing, you know, my, my attempts at artwork are hanging on the wall here at Babby's house. It. So there's this artistic thing on the inside of me and I'm looking forward to diving deep into this book. So talk to me about your business online. What will we find there? Yes, I'll share your notes. We're all about color, like bright colors, happy colors and motivational words. And so anything that I put out into the world is meant to put a smile on your face. And so it's all gonna be encouraging. It's all gonna be positive, uplifting, just messages that will make you smile. I think that God God has put it on me to be a light in a dark world. And I just hope that when people come in contact with me, whether it's through my website, whether it's through my social media, that it makes them smile. And I think there's a lot of people complaining online. I think there's a lot of people complaining in the world and there's hard things. And, and I don't, I'm not to say that you shouldn't have hard times and that you shouldn't have sad days. But yes. I think that if you're looking for the good, yes. that it can always be found. If you're looking for the bad stuff, it's there. It's in your lettering, it's in your life, it's in your day to day. Yes. But I just hope that people can read that and, and just choose to look for the good. Amen. Tell us your website. 
It is allsherotenotes.com. Okay, and that's also the name of your business, allsherotenotes.com. Yes, ma'am. So how do we get the book? So this book is published by Dayspring, which is a wonderful faith-based publisher, and they are dayspring.com, and it's also on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Wonderful. So again, the name of the book is called Happy Hand Lettering, an inspirational guide for creating beautiful words of life. So do you create artwork? Do you have items that we can purchase? I mean, what are some of the things that you've created? I sure do. I have a whole line of motivational accessories, coffee mugs, gifts, pens, notebooks, um, apparel, all kinds of things like that with those happy words. But my favorite part of this book is actually the second half. There's 14 projects in the back that I teach you how to make. Ooh. So anything from pumpkins to pool floats to Christmas ornaments. And I go step by step and explain that. And it's not even about just making it for yourself. It's all about paying it forward and being excited to someone else with I am gift. so glad you came this way, Megan Taylor. Thank you so very much for introducing this great book called Happy Hand Lettering, an inspirational guide to creating beautiful words of life. Thanks for coming this way. And listen, my friend, come back after this break. We'll talk more here on Babby's House. I'll encourage you to use your gifts and talents when we come back. Stick around. I have absolutely loved today's show and my very special guest, Megan Taylor, because it just reminds me that God has given everyone a very special gift. God has given you gifts and talents that you don't even know that you have. I love the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7. Listen to what it says. It says, Christ gave each one of us the special gift of grace, showing how generous he is. And what that means is God has given you a gift, a talent to make him look good here in the earth. You know, it's our culture has this way of perpetuating the idea that you were born to be rich or famous, but that is not God's idea of success. Listen to the book of the Revelation, chapter 4, verse 11. I call it the 411, or basically information that produces transformation. Listen to the book of the Revelation, chapter 4, verse 11. This is what it says. For thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they were and are created. My friend, you were not created to be rich or famous or to make a name for yourself, but you were created to make God look good. Did you know that? You were created to, give, to take your life and to give your life to God and make him look good here in the earth. You were created to give God glory with your gifts and talents. Well, you might be saying, well, Babby, I don't know that I even have any gifts and talents, or I'm too old to use my gifts and talents. My friend, I want you to know, as long as you have a pulse, you have a purpose. As long as there is life and breath, breathing and pulsing in your body, you have a purpose. I love Jeremiah 29, 11, and I think it's a passage that is worth memorizing. You ought to commit this promise to, to, to memory. And what does it say? The book of Jeremiah 29, 11, the Bible says this, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. You know, note there's nowhere in that passage that has an age limit. You see, there's no expiration date on God's plan for your life. So it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter your story. It doesn't matter where you've been, who you've been with or what you've done. God has a plan and a purpose for your life. There's a word that I've discovered in recent days, and I wrote a brand new book around this word, and that word is potential. 
I wrote a brand new book called Fully Qualified, Maximizing Your God-Given Potential. I love the word potential. The root word of potential is potent, meaning power. The word potential means latent power, strength in reserve. Do you know, my friend, that you are a walking, talking example of what potential looks like? On the inside of you are gifts and talents that you don't even know you have. You, on the inside of you are so many wonderful gifts and talents. There are dreams, there are books, there are ideas, inventions, explorations, uh, so much potential that is on the inside of you. The Bible says the same spirit that quickened Christ Jesus from the dead also quickens your mortal, your mortal body. The same spirit that raised him from the dead is on the inside of you. Did you know that? You have gifts and talents that you haven't even explored. Well, you might say, well, Babby, how do you know that? I'll, I'll tell you my own personal story. I, I grew up in a preacher's family. I've always loved music. I've always loved to sing and started playing the piano early in life. But do you know, here I am many years later, uh, operating with gifts and talents that I didn't even explore, many of them in, in recent days, in the last five or six years. Uh, I never dreamed that I'd be writing songs. I went to a, a workshop, a class one uh, year uh, back in the early 80s and sat in on this workshop for songwriters and the lights just began to come on and the next thing I know, I was exploring songwriting and then I was working really hard at becoming a songwriter and then I began to record my own songs and writing songs led to writing books and devotions the next thing I know, I was writing books. I never in a million years dreamed that I'd be an author. And writing books led to being uh, a conference speaker. I never dreamed that I'd be standing before thousands of women, leading women's conferences and, and speaking from books and Bible studies. I started teaching the Bible and doing um, Bible studies on videotapes. I never in a million years dreamed that I'd be doing, doing that. Babby's House is a prime example. I never had, it was not my plan to do a, a, a television show, but it was God's plan. So you see, my friend, on the inside of you right now are gifts and talents that are lying dormant. Here's our assignment. We have to place a demand on the potential that God has put in us. You have to place a demand. You know, he's given us the, the gifts and the talents and even the desire, but we have to do something with it. You have to give God something to work with. You have to say, you know, give God your yes. Just give God your yes. You know, just take a step of faith and say, you know, God, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you my gifts and my talents and ask you to do something with them. And that is my word of encouragement for you today, to give God your gifts and your talents and watch and see what he'll do with them. You know, in my book called Fully Qualified, I, I write about the life of David. I love the life of David. He was the consummate musician. He was a wonderful songwriter. He was a worship leader. He was also a great leader of men. He was uh, the king of, of Israel. He was God's man who walked in God's plan. And I read his story in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16. And I write my book fully qualified on uh, his life. And David was called into the service of Saul because, you see, Saul had a deep need. Saul had some emotional problems that led him into having manic depressive episodes and he would have outbursts of anger. And his um, servant came to him one day and said, King, I, I believe if we get a musician to come over here to the palace to minister to you, to sing for you, to play music for you, you'll feel better. 
And King Saul that said, that's a good idea. He said, find me a person. Well, this servant said this, and I'll, I'll read it for you from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16. This is what the servant said to King Saul. I'll read you the story from uh, 1 Samuel chapter 16, beginning at verse 14. But the Lord's spirit had left Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Saul's servant said to him, See, an evil spirit from God is troubling you. Give us the command to look for someone who can play the harp. And when the evil spirit from God troubles you, he will play, and you will feel better. So Saul said to the servants, Find someone who can play well and bring him to me. Here's the key verse right here. One of the servants said, I have seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem play the harp. He is a skillful musician. He is a brave man. He is courageous. He is good looking. He's a great speaker and the Lord is with him. I want to stop right there. You see, those are wonderful qualifications for ministry. Let me go over those qualifications again. This is what the servant said of David in the presence of King Saul. He said this about David. He's a skillful musician. Let's stop right there. You see, God is looking for people with skill. It is our responsibility to take the gifts and the talents that God has given us and develop them to be a skillful person, to be a person of excellence, to be a person of skill. You know, I think the internet has done a lot of us a disservice. No disrespect to the internet, but I think a lot of us feel like, well, I can just go and watch a couple of YouTube videos and I'll be equipped. But let me just tell you, my friend, those that, that exercise excellence, those that work hard at the gifts that God has given to them, those that hone their gifts and talents, those are the ones that will rise to the top. Can I just say that as a musician, as a teacher, as a coach, I really um, encourage my students, my coachees, those who, those who I pour my life into in uh, seminars and, and workshops, I challenge them, listen, Take a class, take a songwriting class, go to school, get a degree, read a book, uh, get a mentor, get a coach, someone who can help you develop your gifts and your talents so that you can be skillful. And do you know when we use our skill with excellence, let me say this again, and I want you to listen real carefully. When we use our skill with excellence, it makes God look good. I meet a lot of people who um, stop me in the grocery store or in the drugstore, and they'll say, Babby Mason, your music. Just yesterday, I was in the CVS, and a lady stopped me on the, on the hair product aisle. She, she recognized me, even without my makeup on. And she said, Babby, I love your show. I love your show. I watch your show every day, and I love your music, and I find your show being a, a great encouragement to me. And this is what I found, that when we use our gifts and our talents for God, three things happen. At least these three things will happen. Number one, you'll get a lot of joy. I tell you, I get so much joy from doing this program because I know that on the other side, somebody like you is watching, you're being encouraged, you're being um, blessed, you're, you're being fortified in your faith. So when we use our gifts and talents for God, number one, somebody's gonna get blessed. Number two, it's gonna bring me a whole lot of joy to be able to share my gifts and talents with you. And thirdly, God will always get the glory. Do you find that when you use your gifts and talents for God, whatever they are, maybe it's baking, 
You don't want to. You don't want to see me bake a cake. At that, it's, you talk about a hot mess. Baking is just not my gift. So I'm gonna stay in my lane, and I'm gonna write music, and I'm gonna sing songs, and I'm gonna host Babby's house. There's something that God has given you, a gift, a talent. Will you exercise it for Him? Will you use your gifts and talents for God? Will you take what God has put in your hand? Maybe it's the gift to um, to take care of children. Or maybe it's a gift um, to crochet. I had a recent guest, Ethel Miller, who crochets blankets. And she took that thing that she loves to do as a hobby, and God turned it into a ministry. Today, Megan Taylor was on my show, and she does beautiful hand lettering. She, she loves to do that. She did it as a hobby, and God turned it into a business. And not only to a business, but into a ministry. I love music. I would do it. I've done it for a hobby for years. But God allowed me to take that thing that I love best and turn it into a ministry that not only blesses me, but it blesses you. And the reason why I know it's blesses, it blesses you because you're still watching. Amen. And you're still being encouraged. And the Lord has allowed me to do this for almost 21 years to host Babby's house. So I, I just want to encourage you today to take the gifts and talents that God has given you. I want to tell you one more story about potential. Today's show is about using your gifts and talents for God. One day I was downtown, I was shopping, and there was a store on the other side of the street, a very busy street, and uh, the traffic was going, going, going by at a high rate of speed, and there was no crosswalk. The store that I wanted was in the middle of a block. So when the traffic ceased, I uh, took the moment to step into the street. And when I did, a motorcycle came speeding around a corner, and he, he was headed straight for me. And I picked up speed, and I ran as fast as I could to the other side. And when I got to the other side, I was running so fast I had to use my hand to break my speed on the building on the other side of the street. And when I did that, I was running so fast, I surprised myself. I said to myself, wow, I didn't even know I had all of that in me. Well, my friend, you have more in you than you realize. Will you take your gifts and your talents and dedicate them to God? So I just want to encourage you to take whatever it is that you have in your hand and use your gifts and your talents for God. When we come back after this break, I'll close the show and encourage you further in using your gifts and your talents. Just to remind you that you are fully qualified. And the reason why I know that is because the Bible tells us that we have God's power on the inside of us. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break with more of Babby's House. Welcome back to Babby's House. You know, listen, I believe in the fully qualified life so much that I wrote this book called Fully Qualified, Maximizing Your God-Given Potential. And I uh, believe the Lord has called me at this season of my life to pour into the lives of singers, songwriters, and self-published authors. Uh, there is a conference that I host called The Inner Circle. It's a weekend conference, and um, half a day on Friday and all day on Saturday. It's a conference called The Inner Circle, where I share 31 years uh, of, uh, of my experiences, of my knowledge at the inner circle, where if you're a singer, we teach you how to uh, hone your voice and hone your talent as a singer. If you're a songwriter, we teach you how to write better songs. If you're uh, an author, we'll give you tools on how to get that book finished. And then use the internet so that you can promote your gifts and talents, your ministry, all for making God look good here in the earth. Uh, that's what we do. We do this for the glory of God and for the encouragement of others. So check out the inner circle at my official website at babby.com. Well, the Lord bless you, my friend.
And may he keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. That is my prayer for you and yours. One last challenge, just to encourage you to take that gift and talent that God has given you and make him look good in the earth. Don't ever uh, listen to the voice of the enemy that says you don't have anything to offer. You don't have the money. You don't have the education. I love that 10 finger prayer that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, God bless you, my friend, and I'll see you next time here on Babby's House. Until then, God bless you real good.